Hey everyone, it's Kenny, aka We See Baby, back again with another episode of the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about creating yourself with your friends while BSing along the way. And last uh, episode was about football, and I thought I could kind of bring the wife in on this next episode and have a discussion about uh, supporting your spouse's hobbies as well as kind of a discussion about finances and stuff like that in relationships because like it or not most times that is a big topic in especially in marriage in long-lasting relationships or shit even dating yeah say hey hey (laughs) (laughs) i sound thrilled to be on here right Today's sip of the show is uh, Sierra Nevada's Oktoberfest, best beer. It's uh, it's fall, so I like to drink my dark beers, uh, especially Sam Adams always has their good Oktoberfest, which is always a good go-to. Only thing about dark beers, I can only drink like two, maybe three. I'm not going to sit there and finish a whole six-pack of dark beers because it is pretty hefty. And yeah, today we're going to be talking about hobbies. I didn't have an episode last week because with me being on mids, it's very hard to work with other people's schedule to have a guest. So, you know, mids, I work three to midnight. And so most times people are working in the morning. And unless I record one Friday night or Saturday, if I'm not working at the restaurant, then it's hard to get a guest. So I got the wife on a Friday night. So that's great. It's spending quality time together. Yeah. I mean, it's that or play video games. So, Pickle. which you do either, right? Hey, so bake. So a couple weeks ago was the start of. Actually, last week was the start of the week one of NFL, so football season. Two weeks ago was college, and every well, actually, the last two years. I went to the casino and made a bet. I like to do like a future bet and predict who's going to win the Super Bowl or do like a couple of team parlay for week one of the NFL and stuff like that. And which I hit none of my parlays because every parlay I picked, one team would fuck it up for me. So parlays like you pick two, three, more than one team, and both of those teams got to win and you win X amount of dollars. So you lost the parlay already? I lost three three parlays, but I always do small ones. So that they're like ten dollars on each parlay, and you have a chance to win like hundreds of dollars. But your odds of winning is a little bit more risque because you need all the teams to win. With that being south, you know I got a love for football. It goes into our hobbies. Anyone who knows me, I'm a, a big Jacksonville Jaguars fan and a uh, Alabama Crimson Tide fan, and uh, for as long as Roth has known me. Uh, I've been a Jags fan before a Bama fan, and unfortunately, she's been supporting a loser 
her whole adulthood. <laughs> so with hobbies, gambling is a hobby. Well, I wouldn't say I'm a heavy gambler, but like supporting me and watching football and even like the first week you're you're always okay with hey here like how much you need and um i think last year i went with christian and i spent 200 dollars. and this year you're just like here's 100 you know you're okay with making you know making peace with just say hey that's 100 dollars i may not see again although last year i made some of it back because i picked the jags to win the afc south and a little bit of change because they did win so i don't uh, feel like i saw the earnings from that yeah i don't know if i i did give you a hundred i think back yeah i think what so. did you win i don't remember you winning i did win i, I think i won like maybe 200 bucks something like that i forgot um i don't recall but minus football like i've been a gamer too um more when i was a kid or younger I still play every now and then on Fridays, but uh, she's always known that about me, and uh, she's always been, I'm not going to say, like, supportive of that hobby, uh, but, you know, that's kind of, like, who I am, and I think that's uh, a lot of people, they kind of make that mistake in, a, in the beginning of a relationship. They're like, hey, he might be in the video games now, but as soon as I get deep in a relationship with him i expect him not to play video games anymore and invest all of his time into me i mean i felt like it was like that when we first started dating but we also was like we were teenagers so i think the last thing i want to do is sit around and watch you play video games with the boys but you did when i was when we were dating, when we were I did for a little bit, but it always like I, I mean, I, I mean, you knew I didn't really care to do that because I mean, what's the point of me coming over if you were just gonna game? We did it a little bit here and there. I mean, the guys were cool. We had you know, hangout time or whatever. But I felt like we argued about it quite often, and then we just kind of made our schedules to where like, okay, let's just you know. I guess, you know, you schedule it into your time now and then I know about it. So it's like you make peace with it. It's, I mean, there's worse hobbies out there you can do, like be in a bar every Friday night or something like that, which I, mean, drinking, I would not tolerate, by the way. I don't know if drinking is a hobby, but mm -hmm. I, mean, I do partake in alcoholic beverages, probably not as much as some people. Um, although I wish I did have a good collection of whiskey, but I don't. Even like all my liquor, like I don't have any more liquor anymore right now. I just got. Well, you buy enough, really, just to drink. And when we have friends over, you literally just go through the whole bottle each yeah. time. So like, it's hard to have a collection when you drink it all the time. Like last week, we finished a bottle of Dawn, which was only half a bottle, but Christian bought that thanks to him. Uh, did you ever think, like, hey, like if I didn't drop a hobby, like if. I didn't like stop gaming or if I didn't compromise with the time that I did game or something like that, you would ever just be like, it's over or like, Hey, maybe this isn't for me or maybe you're not for me. I mean, I feel like that's kind of hard to say because I mean, obviously we made it through the hurdle, but 
I mean, like if we were going back and, you know, knowing what we know now, then I mean, I still feel this way. I just feel like there's always going to be a hobby where a spouse, you know, enjoys doing and taking up a lot of their time. But if they also don't make um, time to hang out with their spouse, I mean, it's eventually not going to work. Like if a guy goes fishing all the time or play video games all the time, the girl will eventually get tired of that. You know, it may not be right away. It may not be, you know, two years later, but one day she will outgrow that. And once she does, it's like, you know, it's hard to come back from that because you had all this time to spend with her. And then it's just kind of like, so kind of a, but here, here's like my rebuttal, kind of a double standard, right? Like, so like, even before we got on, you're like, you're like, what's the topic? And I was like, hobbies. You're like, I don't have any hobbies, but like your hobby is kind of a good hobby in the fact that it's cleaning, right? Like you enjoy cleaning and you enjoy making your house, you know, you know, tidying the house and making sure it's not a, a, a garbage fire, I guess. Um, but like there, there are times where you may clean too much. And I'm just like, kind of like you said, you know, like, Hey, if you don't, you know, invest more time and, uh, I guess stop doing gaming, then it's kind of becomes a problem. Like, so like, what about like on my side, like if cleaning is your hobby and you over clean when I'm, you know, waiting to hang out in that kind of the same thing. I mean, that's if I'm doing it on a day that you're waiting to hang out. So it's kind of like most people who game, game almost every single day for hours at a time. So, you know, I mean, at least that's what they do like in their teenage years or in their early 20s. You know, if they're addicted to gaming, it's like that's the one thing they look forward to. It's like, oh, I can't wait to get on. You know, like I hear, you know, like some of the guys like, like, you know, Nick who works for us, you know, he got out of gaming for a little bit, but then he found a game that he's now hooked back on. And that's some of the things he said, like, oh man, like I'm addicted. Like I don't go to bed and this and that. To me, that's a little obsessive, you know, like, yeah, to you, it's like, okay, maybe I'm cleaning too much, but I don't clean too much every single day, you know? You cannot not come home and not clean something. Yeah, but I don't clean like the whole day. It's just like, What's 15 minutes, 20 minutes of my time to to keep the house up? Eating dinner with your husband? You eat before 8. I don't get home till 8. Not. I just started that. Well, I mean, then you this just... This has been say, years. It's okay. Like, most of the time you guys can't wait to eat. And I'm, I eat late at work, so I don't come home starving. I don't come mm. home ready to eat dinner because... Half the time, like I'm eating my like the rest of my lunch at like six p.m. You know, and I get home at eight. They call that a double standard. <laughs> um, you can call it what you want. Yeah. But uh, if I didn't clean as much as I did, you guys would be like living in a dump. Uh, I wouldn't say a dump. It's a lot nicer than a lot of houses. Don't get me wrong, um, and we do appreciate it. Just saying, it's kind of the same same cleaning is your hobby um i have other hobbies name two reading and watching tv well actually watching netflix or working in the yard 
Was okay. What is there any hobby that you wanted me to just stop cold turkey? Just like hey, like that's it. You need to quit doing this. Um, like I said, not really because I mean you don't really game every single day. I mean, you game once a week, if that. I mean, you might, you know, do it on your spare time. Like, when I'm not home, I don't know what you're doing. You could be playing video games. You could be playing Madden or whatever. Like, you do that when I'm not home, so it doesn't really affect me, you know. Um, So it's not, to me, it's not enough to make me feel like, you know, stop or I'm leaving kind of thing. Um, I do feel like we did go through that stage when we were teenagers because you did game a lot, you know, and to me, you know, those were the times where we were like a little bit more clingy to each other. So I, like I said, like, why would I come over to hang out with you if that's all you're going to do? So once we made it, you know, a thing where like you do it on certain days or when I'm not around or whatever, it, it is what it is. I mean, some people have to, I guess relax or um kind of get out of the reality for a little bit and that's you know what's well, this like a stressful yeah type deal. so mm-hmm. i mean it could be video gaming gymming you know working a yard or whatever but it don't to me now it doesn't really bother me i feel like i also have um you know i enjoy my me time you know it's it's hard though the only thing about the way that you game now is like because it is like set um well now it's not as you know religious but back then it was like every friday night so there would be times where like some fridays you do want to just hang out but then you're like oh wait it's friday never mind you know um so like i've learned to just like you know if he is doing something then you know either i entertain myself with you know a favorite tv show or a book or i just make friends you know make time for my friends like well okay well kenny's hanging out with his friends so i can finally like do dinner with the girlfriend or you know go to a friend's house and hang out and catch up or whatever i mean i don't really do it every friday night that you are occupied most of the time i just enjoy the time to myself which is I don't I feel like the older I've gotten the more I do that now just making time for me and then not really doing anything in particular you know whether it's cleaning or shampooing the couch like I did one Friday night but when I do those things you know it makes me feel accomplished and it you know I guess I feel good so I just I don't mind doing those things you know it kind of keeps me occupied instead of worrying about like what you're doing so I I I think like I used to let that bother me because like we would go through the whole week and you know I'd kind of wine or dine you or like we get in a real good groove and and I I understand it or I I understand it and I did under I understood it <laughs> I understand I even understand it now to where yeah like you can build this good like repertoire and bond throughout the week and then you're like Friday oh well the bond is broken now because, oh, you're just going to go game. But sometimes I kind of hurt my feelings because I was like, well, how's that erase all the good things that I have been doing and, you know, all the work that I have been putting just for a couple hours. And, but I guess I, I kind of let that go. And the fact that I've, I've learned too, that like 
I haven't been spending every single Friday religiously, you know, playing games or whatever, but that was my time to hang out with my friends and, um, you know, Tuan, my best friend lives in South Carolina, so I don't see him, you know, on a normal basis. So that's kind of like how I hang out with him sometimes. And now that we're older, we all get busy and Tuan's busy and, you know, I also don't enjoy it as much as I used to because like you said, like sometimes you get in the stage where you just want to do something that makes you feel accomplished. And a lot of times, like I've been just here seeing lately that doing this hasn't gotten me anywhere. You know, I mean, I enjoy it. I'm hanging out with my friends, but it's kind of like the same shit. And like, whereas if I'm sometimes hanging out with you, I just want to hang out with you. And I, I get so tired from work and stuff. I don't get to see you. So I, I understand that now. But I'm not gonna lie, back in the day, it did. Okay, well, okay, so just say, like, okay, if the tables were turned, okay, Monday through, Monday through Thursday, I'm flirting with you, I'm, like, doing all these things to make you feel wanted, to make you feel loved, and then come Friday, I'm like, okay, peace out, I'm going to hang out with the girls. Like, like it, like, you build, it's almost kind of like foreplay, right? So you build this connection throughout the week, but then come Friday, it's like, it's not that it messes up the vibe, but you can't expect someone to like still want that when you build it all up all week. And then come Friday, it's like, okay, bye, see you later. And then come Saturday, you want to pick it back up where you left off. It's hard to do that if you purposely try to wine and dine me per se all week and then come Friday, you know, I feel dropped is, is how I feel. Um, it's not what you're doing, but it's how it comes across because I'm perfectly fine with you gaming on Friday had you not go the extra mile to wine and dine me Monday through Thursday just to make me feel like, well, Friday, we're not going to do anything. And then come Saturday, it's like, We've always, you know, so guys night come on Friday and then our date night comes on Saturday. The downside to that is it is my Saturday is my Friday. So by Saturday, I'm like worn out. I'm tired from work. Um, we still make time to hang out, watch TV. But most of the time, one of us is falling asleep before the other. And I mean, I'm guilty of it, too, here lately. But we choose Saturday because I'm off on Sunday. But it's just, it's, I mean, like, it doesn't happen every single time. But whenever it was happening, that's what I was going through. You know, if we were just, like, communicating normal, like, you know, keeping things cool and cordial and not really, like, going the extra mile to, like, make someone feel special. And then all of a sudden come Friday, you just feel like, you know, all that buildup, quote, unquote, foreplay just got dropped. You know what I mean? Like... That's how it comes across. I, I get that. And I'm like, so it doesn't happen to me all the times, but it does happen to me sometimes because you do have your random girls. It's nice and stuff like that where you'll tell me. And, and, and it is like that. It's like, you know, you, you can be flirty. And then like, as soon as girls night hit, you're like, you're very lovey dovey to me, extra lovey dovey to me. Um, and especially when you leave and stuff like that. And so like, I, I kind of understand it, but kind of the still something from your playbook. Sometimes you would always tell me like, 
I guess I don't, I wouldn't know because it doesn't happen to me frequently, you know, not as much as like it, I guess, happened to you. Well, I mean, that's just kind of like, you know, back then is like, okay, like, so I know I'm having girls night, I'm going to leave you. So of course, you know, like I want to give you extra attention or extra love. But then like when I come home, you know, the issue was like, okay, I say all these things, but I come home, you feel different. But the thing is like, you don't come across as you still feel that way. Like now you feel like I've rejected you and I'm getting this like cold shoulder. And that's why once again, like the vibe just falls apart, you know, because back then we weren't really like, um, like we say we want to do certain things, but then like our actions and the way we act or whatever comes across the opposite. And it's because, you know, like I said, you know, like you can't build up all this momentum just to be like, okay, I'm having a guy's night or I'm having a girl's night. If that's the case, like just keep it cool and cordial. Like don't have to go to extra mile. Like even now, like it doesn't bother me at all. Like Friday's Friday. If you ask me to hang out, cool. If you don't, whatever. Like I'm not stressing over it. I don't go and like make plans every Friday night. I'm just like, okay, well, if he says he's gaming, um, which Till this day, if it's Friday, I'm always going to assume you're going to game um, until you tell me otherwise. So I don't even really think about it. Like, I know, like, Friday, you know, whether you say it or not, I just assume you're going to game. You know, I'm going to come home. I might do, like, a facial routine or I might just, like, catch up on my shows, read my book or, like, just deep clean the house like I really want to because I know that we're always working and you, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like sometimes you want to hang out, but I'm like busy cleaning, organizing. I'm just one of those. It's like, I get sidetracked really easy. So once my mind is on something, like I just go, you know, head on, like I want to do this because I feel it and I want to do it right now. And so I've learned to like save those projects for when I know that you're occupied and it's not going to really, you know, be a big deal if I decide to clean out the kitchen cabinets because you're not there to really, you know, ask for my time. I think like to my defense and that is like with the whole like build up and stuff like that, like the way I am is I'm, I guess, quote unquote romantic or lovey-dovey on a daily basis or like on a normal basis for the most part. Like that's always been me. And um, I never turn it up super extra unless it's a super, like, it's a special occasion, you know? Like, if I feel like I have to, like, your birthday, anniversary, something like that, you know? But, like, my normal day thing is some guy's, you know, extra day thing, you know? And so, like, my normal buildup is an everyday thing. And so like when it comes to Friday, you're like, Oh, it gets, it just gets dropped. Like I, I never felt like it gets dropped. You just, I just felt like you kind of take it that way. Whereas like you're the opposite of me. You're not lovey dovey on the everyday thing. But when you have your girls night, I always felt like you had to be extra. And so you turned it up because you knew that you were leaving me. But like, I don't know, like, it just, we're two different people. So it kind of like, kind of clashes. And I don't know where I'm getting at with that. Oh, you're just rambling. 
I mean, like it. I mean, it's... I, I, I don't want to say anything to like you know like hurt you or offend you. I just like that's just how I feel, and I feel like we've actually done a really good job. The longer our relationship has gone with communicating these things, and even now, just talk. This is like a real conversation that me and you're actually having. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's one we've had before, and yeah, and sure. um, you know, but like I said, like. As far as gestures, yes, you know, your everyday gestures is most guys like, you know, you know, one, one upping most guys or whatever. But what I mean by like building up is like sometimes like flirting with me sexually and stuff, you know, like I'm not a very like super sexual person openly anyways. And it does take some work to get me there. So that's what I mean by like building it up, like throughout the week, like you can't talk about sex or want to do this, want to do that. But like, it, it doesn't ever happen. And then come Friday, it's like that, that part got dropped and you can't just expect me to be like turned on or want you come Saturday after, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's foreplay and then the act, the act didn't happen. And then now you're like, you skip a day and then now you expect it to happen. That's what I'm talking about. But I mean, it doesn't happen anymore. These are like things in the past yeah. and we've voiced our opinion on it. We've expressed how we feel about it. You know, like, you know, I've learned that, okay, if I'm going to have a girl's night, I don't necessarily have to go over the top to let you know, I miss you. Like you should know, you know, if I say I miss you, I miss you, but I'm not going to like go over the top. And then when I come home, if you you know, show me that you miss me. I'm going to show you that I miss you. But if you give me the cold shoulder, then, you know, like I'm, I can't go above and beyond to, to do that when you don't, when you make me feel like I did a bad thing just because I had a girl's night. Well, you, you're a responsive person and me, I've always been kind of the opposite, but I'm becoming a responsive person too, because for someone who always makes the first move, um, the more you throughout the years, if you're always that person, you eventually get tired of making the first move and you want the other person to make the move now too. I think back in the past, it was always like, and we've communicated this and I, I'm, I, you know, like you said, I was in the wrong, like you turned it up and you know, with the whole, I miss you thing. And so when you get home, like when, when I feel like you ramped it up, like the thing with me is like I have expectations so it's kind of like that's where people you know always say you hurt yourself when you expect too much or expect something but like if hey I'm like hey if you ramping this up I expect when you get home like jump on me you know okay yeah and that's how I feel when you ramp me up Monday through Thursday and touch the do guys night on Friday you get what I'm saying like it's kind of the same thing I get it now yeah exactly like the only difference is you know, I may do it like just that night to come home to only like, you know, this weird vibe, but like you're ramping me up like Monday through Thursday just to be like, okay, you ain't getting that on Friday, but you're like, <laughs> you know, not that I like want to or expect to, but if you are, you know, going into that direction, it's kind of like, that's what's building up, you know? And okay. it, so get it. you makes, get it, right? Yeah, it's the I same it. thing. Like, it that's what sense. I'm talking about. Like, I'm not talking about like your gestures as in like, 
cooking me dinner or, um, you know, fixing my plate. Like, yes, you do those every day. And I appreciate that. Like, that's always something you've done. I'm just talking about like, you know, that side of it. Right. No, I, I, it's weird because we, we've always had that argument about it and, uh, we've had plenty of arguments about this topic, but it's funny that you say that now and it kind of just more or less clicked now more than ever to the way you pointed it out like that and the way you explain it like that. And, um, and maybe it's just me getting older and learning to listen more because a lot of people, uh, don't listen to understand. They just listen to rebuttal. And, uh, I'm very guilty of that in my younger days. I'm not saying I'm hundred percent resolved to that, but no, I, I, I understand it. <laughs> Good. Um, so back on the hobbies, hobbies can be pricey. And uh, when I was younger, I did do a lot of gaming and I didn't make buku bucks, but everything wasn't as expensive back then as they are now, thankfully. But my hobbies back then was gaming. And I, I used to buy a lot of games and uh, me, Tuan and Justin used to play a lot of games together and stuff like that. And I, w- I, I would be the one who would buy all the consoles stuff and they would come over and play at my house, whatever. I, I love playing different games every, every week. And, uh, I'm glad that I'm not that way because I, I generally don't have the time to. Uh, and here recently, I I did buy Madden, even though I didn't buy last year's, but this year I was like, hey, I got to buy Madden. It looks fun. And uh, the Jaguars actually have a good team and I want to play with them. Da, da, da. And before I actually did, you know, I, I you know, asked, hey, is it a good week to buy this? You know, I know we may have a lot of funds going out this week and you know, certain times that I work, certain schedules, I might not, you know, make as much hours. Like when I'm on night shift, I don't, I don't really make my 40, I don't think, but technically the overnight bump is supposed to make up for that, but it really doesn't. Um, and, um, so I, I asked you, I was like, Hey, can I, can I buy this? Are you okay with it? And you were pretty cool with it. And, you know, you let me, Euro, you gave me the green light to purchase this game and uh do you appreciate that i do ask you before i just go hey buy it and then you see it on the bank account statement later um i mean i guess because like financially you know i do do most of you know like managing our bills make sure everything gets paid on time what comes out when And so I do appreciate you asking because sometimes some weeks are rougher than others. Um, With our paychecks, the way that they fall, um, there are some weeks that I feel like I call it a double paycheck because I get paid that Monday and then you get paid that Friday. So we get two um, full paychecks that week, but then the following week you get $0 and I get a paycheck. So then I feel like it's probably like the months where I get paid three times a month or something. Like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, you, you get paid, um, bi-weekly. Yeah. So, and I get paid weekly. So there's going to be some weeks that it's just my paycheck. And then there's going to, then the following week we both get a paycheck. Yeah. And when that happens, it always feels like, um, you know, we have quote unquote extra money, but the thing is like your paycheck has to last for two weeks. And that's kind of like, um, with us, 
you know, buying a bigger house. We have two car notes. Like we have accumulated way more bills now than we ever had when we were starting off because when we bought our first home, yeah, we were like 20 years old, but everything was cheaper. I mean, you can go buy a video game for 40 bucks. Now they're like 70. Um, Same thing with like pay-per-views. We used to watch like every single UFC fight. And and so... 40, 50 bucks. Now they're like 100. And then we didn't... Technically, we only had a house note because my car was paid for. Your car, I think, only had like $1,200. So we went and paid it off before our house note kicked in. So for like... So we bought the house in 2006... And we didn't buy our our first brand new car until 2014. So you got to think from 2006 to 2014, all we had was a house note, your regular utility bills, and then, of course, the kids being in daycare. But once the kids got out of daycare, I felt like that daycare money is, you know, the same thing as having a car note. Yeah. And so we bought our first car and we only had one car note when that car was paid off. We bought you a, um, a truck in 2020. So once again, we only had the one car note with a house note, but we have a bigger house note now. But now we have two car oh, notes and in the way note. the expenses are, plus the house and everything that comes with it. So we just have, you know, you want bigger and nicer things and now our bills are bigger and not so nice. And food is expensive. Yes. And... um. Well, the kids, you know, Ethan's putting more hours. He's gonna have to start random bills. <laughs> and and my thing is like because of how I don't know about how you are, but because of how I am, um, and how I've you know try to build our savings. Like we've never really been living like paycheck to paycheck ever. We've always had extra money if we wanted to do something. We could. I just tell us that we can't it's kind of like a mental a mental thing well thankfully you handle all the expenses and you know what we can and can't afford um and you put it in your head that hey like we're not like when some people say they're broke they're literally broke and they have like less than a hundred dollars in their bank account like when you say we're broke you 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 mean that hey we hit this x amount of dollars that i want to have in the bank account and once we hit that X amount of dollars, I don't want to go any any further yeah. under that. And that's that's great. And you handle it that way. And before we get a deep dive into money, my other question was going to be, have you ever like found that unattractive for me asking like permission to purchase something? Like like oh uh, like oh you're a pussy. Why don't you just go ahead and buy it? <laughs> you know, like I no, don't know. Like I mean, you know, from like, a your friend standpoint like justin tuan whoever like yeah they would totally call you that if they were listening they would definitely call you oh i'm sure you know. a lot of guys would. um but from a wife standpoint or a spouse of any sort i feel like all females can agree that we appreciate um when you know our significant other wants to make a purchase and ask for the green light um Granted, you know, the video game is 70 bucks. It's not really a big purchase. Had you bought it and, and then tell me like, hey, I bought this. Um, I don't think I would be like upset or anything because, you know, it's $70. But if you went out and bought something that's like two, $300, maybe, you know, because it makes a bigger impact. 
but I do appreciate you bringing it up just to make sure that like, you know, quote unquote, we can afford it. I mean, we can afford it. I just, sometimes I just don't want to let go of the money on, on certain things, you know. I, when, I know like certain weeks, like you said, you know, the weeks that you are the only one who gets paid, you know, I don't want, I, I feel like there should be like, you probably set a, a budget to where we, we want to spend and not go over. And um, I think the only reason it, like I'm okay with it is like, it doesn't bother me to quote unquote ask for permission to buy stuff is because you do handle all the finances and I know how a big a task that is. Some guys handle all the finances so they know and they just, you know, let their wives go spend or whatever and this and that. And um, money is like a huge issue in marriage and, um, I told you, I think one week we kind of got into argument, like the two biggest things I know we argue about and probably other, other relationships is, it's always about sex or money, you know, and those are two big topics in a relationship. Um, we're two different people when it comes to money, you know, you're, you've always been a saver and I've been a, a quote unquote liver. But I don't, I feel like we've hardly ever argue over money. Um, if I feel if, you know, out of those two topics, we definitely argue over sex way more than we argue over money. Oh, yeah, I agree. 100%. I think it's just because I do have that understanding of, hey, you know, our finances more than me. So I'm not going to sit here and just go, you know, spend stuff all willy nilly. Um, you kind of keep us in check and let us know what we can live off of and what we can't you know and like if you were to say hey like which i think for the most part you we do spend a lot on groceries but we here lately we actually been finishing everything you know and so that's a good thing and i don't think you've ever said hey stop buying so much food because we have been it's just we have been finishing all the food it's just food is getting expensive now you know? yeah yeah well, I mean, I've made comments like there's, you know, like I get super nervous when you make a Costco run or a Sam's run because I'm just like, that's like two, three hundred bucks that's going to come out on, you know, like, oh, I'm going to meal prep. So I'm going to buy all this stuff and, you know, snacks and drinks and meats and veggies, which is great. But then like you don't meal prep and then now we're stuck with all this stuff and we still eat out you know I'm not gonna lie, this week has been pretty hard because i was like man i really want like like today i was like i don't really want a burger and i wanted to get steak and shake i'm like oh it's payday i'll just go get steak and shake but i was like i ain't got food at home i just go eat at home whatever and so uh yeah i'm grown yay <laughs> um um so we've had a joint account pretty much since we got married even before that because I had a solo account and um, I overdrafted off of 50 bucks or something like that. And I don't remember. It wasn't, it was a solo account, but it was like a play solo yeah. account. It wasn't like your real. Well, that was my account I had since I was a kid. And then I overdrafted it and I paid off the fee and I closed it and we got a joint account and I never looked back. No, we had both. Well, I can't remember. It's so long. Okay. The thing was, once we you know, had a kid and everything together. We're like, okay, we've got to start contributing to an us account, which is, you know, you pay your bills out of. And yeah. then you have your solo account, which is your play money, people call it, where they want to 
spend on their hobbies or eating out or whatever. Um, and we gave ourselves an allowance. So like a certain percentage of our paycheck goes into the joint account and a certain percentage go into your play money. And you were getting like, I think like maybe like either 50 or a hundred dollars of play money per paycheck. Um, but you want to spend more than you have. And that's why you overdrafted. Um, but the thing was, is like overdraft fees, you know, or like 30, $40. I think it was like 50 bucks. I can't remember, but I do know like you overdrafted more than you needed to because you couldn't keep up with like what was going in, what was going out of your play account. So it was just like you buying random things. It wasn't necessarily like, you know, money that went towards bills or anything. Um, so that made me close mine and I've never went back. Some people um, in relationships still have joint accounts or separate accounts. I'm sorry. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like everyone, you know, deserves their own quote unquote privacy. I've heard some guys say, you know, hey, I work hard too. It's my money. I should spend, you know, it how I want. And to me, that's fine. Like spend, spend it however you want to your discrepancy. Um, I think just with our relationship, like I said, I, we have, I think I feel like we have a mutual understanding of like, it's a partnership. We have a family and we need to both contribute to this family. Um, and you still have your solo account, but I mean, I think I have access to see it, right? Yeah. I mean, like it's, so my solo account is my account that I've had since we were 16, 17, started working. Um, for a long time, it was, you know, my account under my name only. And I want to say my mom's name because, you know, she helped me open it or whatever. Um, but once we, you know, got married and got super serious, you know, it was an account that you were always aware of, but it's not an account that you always had access to, but I'd never kept it a secret. Like I've always told you what was in it, what I use it for. Um, and actually that's the account that pays all of our big bills. Um, you do have access to it now and it's, been some years since you've had access to it it's just you don't always um use the debit card to that particular account because your paycheck goes to um we've we've been doing it different i don't know you know if you notice or even remember but like i said earlier we started off with like we have a joint account and you have an account and i have an account we all put part of our paycheck into the joint and then we keep some for ourselves. Well, now, um, since you close your solo account, all of your paycheck goes into our quote unquote joint account and all of my paycheck goes into my solo account. But my solo account also gets auto-drafted for our house note, our car note, our life insurance, no. like all you pay our, the big bills. I pay all the big bills with my paycheck because I get paid weekly. And it is also an account that at one point, um, was what I call our bigger account because I know that, you know, if we're going to auto draft big bills like that, it needs to be an account that always had a decent amount of money in there. Yeah. Whereas the account that you 
majority, you know, put money in. I consider that more of our like day-to-day spending, you know, our groceries, our gas, you know, stuff for the kids, um, or whatever, you know, things we want to buy for ourselves. Um, that account isn't really growing because we spend it as we make it, but, you know, but now it's different because, you know, I've tried to pull money out and put it to the savings or whatever. I think why it doesn't bother me that, you know, you kind of quote unquote still have this separate account is because you do handle the big bills like that. And, uh, I think for the longest time since I've always met you, you, uh, kind of quote unquote been the breadwinner, I guess you've always made probably more money than me. Um, so when you sign into your bank account, do you see both of our accounts? Yeah. Okay. That's because you have access to both accounts. I do. Um, but technically, I would say it's still kind of like your your solo account. Yeah, it's because, I mean... It, you started it. I started it, and, I mean, only my paycheck goes into that account. The only time I move money into it is if, like, I feel like our day-to-day spending account has, in my opinion, too much money in there where I need to, like, put it more towards, you know, the big bills or towards the savings Instead of leaving all that money in there and you're like, oh, I have all kind of money. Let me go swipe, swipe, swipe. Well, to be honest, I, I don't really check. I don't really check the bank statement because, like I said, I, I trust you to know what we can and can't live off of. And I, I know if I was spending way too much, you would definitely let me know. And I think growing up, I've, I've never been like ashamed of you being the breadwinner, I guess. And I hate to say breadwinner like that because it is a partnership and I don't think any relationship or couple should look down on the other person if they're making any less money or I feel like as long as you're contributing to the relationship, then you got each other's back. You know, it's not, it's not always, you know, 50, 50, sometimes it's, you know, 80, 20, 70, 30, whatever it may be, you know, like. And with money, I always feel like there are going to be times in every relationship where you might have a come up or you might have a downfall to where you get fired or um, something drastic happens. You may get injured like you doing nails, you know, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. I mean, I don't know how you feel like now, but I always felt like. um, I've never really. I mean, what I love for you to make, you know, tons and tons of money, of course, who, you know, who doesn't, but I've never felt like it mattered to me because you provide a security in a way that I can't, you know, like, do I bring home more money in my paycheck? Yes. But I don't have, you know, all the extra stuff. Like, you know, you pay for our health care. you know, you have a 401k, so you you pretty much take care of the things that I can't. And then so that's you know, that's where the whole partnership comes into. So I never really look at it as like, oh, this is all you make, you know, because I know that you're providing, you know, the other half of the security where that I can't, you know, Well, then that's where I was getting at. It's like, I, I don't I don't think I've ever felt bad about, quote unquote, not making as much. And now I actually feel like I'm making close to what you're making. But I still also provide those benefits for our family. But I also, like earlier you said, you know, would you be 
happy with me making more money of course I, I would be happy with me making more money and i guess even though it, it's never bothered me not being the breadwinner per se would i love to be yeah like how, who what man wouldn't want to quote unquote provide as much as they they can for their family if they're making a lot of money but at the same time like like i said it, it didn't bother me and it, it still doesn't bother me before for the fact that like it's it's a group effort and we're all just kind of doing our part in certain ways i may not be making you know six figures even though i want to like but i'm still you know cooking dinner every day doing this and that and doing my part for this family and so as long as i feel like you're doing your part for the family it shouldn't matter that much um well now if you're the type of person who kind of points that out to your your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend um in your relationship then maybe you should like reevaluate your relationship well um <clears throat> what did you call it like um forgot the terminology used but like where you like keep up with it what is it you say like um like keeping tabs on something like that you call it something i forgot uh tracking mm-hmm. there's a term that you always use not necessarily the word tracking but it's kind of like keeping score yeah okay so it's like with marriage you know you know parenting and um you know money and all that like we can't keep score of like who does what who makes more who does this more i feel like we've been really good like yeah we have our arguments and you know and our opinions about certain things we're actually very very opposite people in a lot of things oh, but a thousand percent um but we're also a lot alike in a lot of things um but what I like most about our relationship is that we don't necessarily keep score when it comes to things that need to be done. Huh. You know, it's like, say, like, you know, having a newborn, you know, we we just do it. You know, I don't sit there and be like, it's your turn, my turn. I did this. You did that. It's like you do you step in where i need you and i step in where you need me and it just always worked well just like this this week or ever since ellie's been doing volleyball you know like she has early morning practices like five six a.m you know and i'm not a morning person i know you're not a morning person but it just happens to where like i don't think i've ever once said it's your turn you know i've been doing this forever or i've been doing this since she started volleyball it just always fell on my schedule and to me it made more sense even me being on mids even if i get off at midnight and after i'm like sometimes i'm like oh, i gotta wake up at five can you take her um because you know that would put me at what like four hours of sleep or less you know but the other part of it when i look at it i'm just like well you have to go to work at nine i don't have to work till three even if i do have to wake up at five to take her you know i can come back and sleep and then still wake up and go to work and that's like i i see different sides of that i'd never be like hey it's your turn i've done it you know like i mean and i know and that's where like i step in and be like 
you know, I can do it if you need me to just let me know. Um, I don't assume that you're just going to do it. You know, every week I'm like, do you want me to take her or just anytime you need me to take her, just let me know. But, you know, but that's how I see it too. I'm not going to just sit there and be like, well, I mean, you don't work till 3 PM. You can come back and sleep the rest of the time. I feel like you wouldn't like be a, a butt about it and say it that way. But like you, you'd say it jokingly. You're like, I mean, you can come back and sleep. But I'm saying, like, I have thought about that, too. I mean, I haven't come out and said it, but in my head, I'm just like, you know, you get off at midnight, which most of the time, well, I mean, this week, I haven't been able to, well, actually, here lately, I haven't been able to wait up for you, per se. I mean, like, I try, but then, like, once. Oh, hold on. What, what? what did you do last, a couple of nights ago? It was one time. Well, I watched that show. Stayed up and watched shows. I watched it last night, but I still couldn't keep my eyes open after 11.30. But I fell asleep I, with the light on. I felt like we, like you said, it's a partnership, and we both understand, like, where we have to play our parts. And I think that's very important. And I think just this episode alone, it was about hobbies, and it was about money. And I think the hobbies kind of tied into the sex part. So it's like sex and money, I said earlier, is kind of the two big things that, you know, relationships argue argue about, you know, and fight about. And you said yourself, I don't think we argue too much about money. And I agree. And I think the podcast alone showed that because we kind of, uh, we've had a more like kind of rebuttal type conversation earlier when we were talking about hobbies and stuff. Right. And I mean, you guys can listen to it and, and you would agree. And, uh, I think that just showed an inside look into our relationship and that intimacy and, um, lack thereof is, uh, a topic that we do openly discuss and we've gotten a lot better about. And I think, with that and money it's i think we've just been really good and have gotten better about do you know why we don't argue over money like we do over sex uh because you're more dominant with money than you are with sex (laughs) (laughs) and you're more needy with sex than you are with money yeah sure it is true because You, ever since I've met you, you are the type of person who would spend 20 and have 10, you know, like you've always been the type that's like, I would give, you are, you're a pleaser. And if you had it, if you have it to give, you would give. And I'm the one that's like, okay, let's, you know, I know you want to give and all, but like, we can't. Nothing against your mom, because I love your mom and your mom is a giving person. But that has always been my parents, you know, like they're, they were givers. And I saw that, on, you know, I saw that side of them to where they would do so much um, for people, even though I know my parents were struggling, you know. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> my mom's not really a giving person when it comes to money. Like she wouldn't turn it down because we're her kids. Um, I mean, thankfully, I've never had to borrow any money from my mom ever since we've been out on our own, but like I mean, if not just you, like, so like my parents, like for like the community or somebody else, like I, I would see them, you know, like 
help other people, even though I know they don't got it. I know, which what I'm trying to say, though, is my mom's not that tight because she was screwed over so bad. My mom don't have money to just give. And she told me one, you know, one um, lesson when it came to money is you rather be you rather have your friend um, be upset at you for telling them no than you being mad at them forever for them not paying you back and and you know it may not be along the lines of those words but more or less is like you if your friend gets mad at you because you told them no I can't lend you money they eventually get over it and you guys are still friends but when you lend a certain amount of money to a friend and they can never pay you back eventually you lose that friendship over money because you want that money back you know, I mean, I'm talking about more than just $20, you know, we're not going to fight over $20. But what I mean is like, if a friend come at you and be like, can I borrow 500? And you just don't really, even if you had it, you know, you're just like, you're not comfortable lending it out because you feel like you won't ever see it again. Um, You know, if you say no, they may be upset, but they won't hold that against you forever. But if you did lend that 500 out and they never pay you back, you would always hold on to that and eventually the friendship will fall apart. And, and um, so, you know, in my eyes is like, you know, when it, if I'm going to lend something to somebody, I have to be willing to be like, I may not see that again and be okay with it. Like a hundred dollars, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like with that saying, it kind of almost just either way, it's going to make you realize if that friend is, a good person to you or not because if you don't let them borrow that money and they say and they get pissed at you then you're like you know like what the fuck you know like just because i said no i can't afford it or whatever you're gonna get mad at me or if you do let them borrow it and they never pay you back that's not a good friend either you know mm-hmm. so i feel like that's kind of like either way you're gonna learn you know um but i I get it. Like, that's how she was and that's how you are and that, you know, you have to protect yourself um, so you don't get hurt. And I understand that. Um, So even with, we'll close this out soon. It's actually been a really good long conversation. Um, I feel like even though I make a decent amount um, and we support each other, I feel like I, I couldn't take a step down from where I'm at just because of everything costing so much and you be okay with that. Uh, I think currently that kind of bothers me, but at the same time, I understand why. It's one of those things like I can't quit and chase my dreams. I still got responsibilities. And uh, I think Tommy Pickle said it once, uh, I don't want no more responsibilities. It's tough being an adult. I mean, it is. But my thing is like, I mean, to this day, I still don't really know what you make per hour. But it's like, um, you know, well, I I don't want to say. Yeah, I know. You don't have to. But I'm just saying like, I, I work with what you give me pretty much. And we can't take on, you know more things and you make less so if you want to make less then we have to cut out certain things and then they'll be fine so 
So it's not necessarily like I wouldn't be okay if you, you know, took a lesser pay if it's a better, you know, like a happier job. I've always told you that, you know, my thing is like, you can't have it both ways. You can't live the way you live and take a pay cut. So if you want to take a pay cut, then cut how you live. And I'm cool with that. All right, we're going to live in a camper. (laughs) Yeah, like, um... Well, that's the thing, right? So, like, we upsized because we had bigger kids. We wanted a bigger room. We wanted the host family. And we've done all the above. We've had more family gatherings. We've had more friends over. Um, I like where, like, we want more family gatherings. And then, like, every time we have a family gathering, you're like, ugh, never again. Because, like, you're always cleaning. So that's all, no, like, not do, with family gathering. Never again is when you invite the whole community to a birthday party. For you. For me, yeah, that I end up cleaning after. Uh uh-uh, uh, because I specifically told everyone do not let Rob. Okay, clean. did who clean uh, hungover the next day? Uh, I don't. All right then. All right. Um. Well, I just look forward to when both kids can help pay for more bills and uh, or if they move out and then we can live a more minimal minimal lifestyle and move to Destin and retire. Yeah, that's all I have today. It was a great conversation. Very deep dive into our relationship and uh, probably some helpful insight to everyone else's relationship. I hope this episode was uh, entertaining and uh, helpful to you guys. And yeah, I I appreciate it. And um, some... Folks have also said that they appreciate when you're on the show too because it's it's real, you know. Like they know that, like they can tell, like that's us. And um, oh, really? Like who? Ross. Ross, like he loves you on the podcast. Oh, really? He's like, well, I like you too, Ross. (laughs) I've been called Ross. (laughs) <laughs> she has been called Ross. I have. Because <laughs> for some reason, people are like, Roth isn't a real name. It's only a last name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, check the social medias. I know I'm terrible at Instagram. And uh, I really, 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 really need to get better at that. But uh, thank you very much for following. Um, thank you very much for listening every week. Uh, if you guys have any topic or guest suggestions feel free to hit the dms um yeah thank you very much uh thanks to the lovely wife for staying up in the wee hours of friday night actually saturday morning now because it we is went past midnight a.m. yep you know what that means yep um So, yeah, I will leave with don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace. Bye.